You're good at that. I'm sorry, Katie. I'm a filthy human. And we're recording, by the way, so let's totally stay. Because you are a fucking filthy human. We were recording? Yeah, we were recording. Uh As you you just go, sorry, Katie, I'm a filthy human being. (laughs) That's where it started? (laughs) Sorry, I'm a filthy animal. No one one really knows what's going on in this studio right now, but it's kind of some freaky shit. Oh, Oh, wait, I did get your Modelo. I saw the empty glass <laughs> and was like, I didn't get your Modelo. I did. <laughs> I was, um, I'm a bad friend. I'm a better friend than I thought. <laughs> so how you doing, man? Freddie's got a little bit of a, we're going to keep this podcast a little short, a little sweet, because uh, Freddie's feeling a little extra today. I got what they call a hangover. Mm, never had one of those. Some weird shit happened to me last night. Yeah, walk me, walk me through what it's like to have a hangover. It's terrible. It feels like someone's poking me in the butt all day. That's, I'm kidding. That's what a hangover feels that like? Might, that might be good <laughs> for some people. That depends on what your night was like no, the night this, before. <clears throat> I've I've just been in a constant state of... Re- oh, gotta, I right, gotta he's going to pound it. down some Alka-Seltzer, so you might hear that on the mic. Tastes like salt water. Ooh, it's oh, bad. Good God. Oh, it's bad. Makes you feel good. Ah! That's... Yeah. Oh, the after the aftertaste is actually pretty pretty bad. It's it's almost worse. Oh, yeah, because also it's not poison me, dude. When my fucking mom used to make me have that show when I was a kid, I was like, "Fuck no!" Yeah, the initial reaction feels like it's kicking me in the stomach. Is this gonna help me? You fuckers <laughs> lied to me. What did you give me? It actually makes your stomach come oh, right out of your this ass. This is how Get Out starts. <laughs> oh God! You're in the what? What they call it? The the safe, the naughty zone, the naughty zone, the shadow zone. The <laughs> is this an anime? Know. The shadow I've, zone. I've been poisoned. Let everybody know what's your address in case I need to be rescued. <laughs> We're not putting that on the internet. My address. What's your address? I need to be. I need to be rescued. What's your phone number and your social security? If I disappear, Tyler, upload this so people know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you disappear, I'm the one who made you disappear. So. Oh, okay. So why would I upload uh, that? You know, I've been I've been hung over all day, but to, you know, today was decent, except. I had okay, so one of the last people that I served today, um, he, the I go up to him and he was such an asshole from like the beginning, like as soon as I started talking to him, he was just an asshole. And I gave him good service, but I was not putting on a smile. Yeah, like, I'm way not. too hungover. I was like, for this oh shit. yeah, I'm hungover. This guy's being an asshole. I'm like, dude, I'm just gonna get you what you. He's kind of guy who doesn't ask for anything. He demands everything. Sure. Um, and it's just one of those small things where you know I'm your server. You know I'm gonna get it for you. But still, you know, hey, you mind? Mind if I get this? Bill's ninety one dollars. At the end of it, he puts a zero and says, "Smile next time," and then puts a smiley face. Oh shit! And you got the old smile treatment. <clears throat> oh yeah. They usually oh, yeah. doesn't happen to guys. Oh yeah, that's usually what happens to women. And and he, here's the thing, so I don't really care that he did that. I, he he was he was an asshole. Um, but the thing is, you don't know what someone's going through. No, you don't know if they're now, hung I over off the I don't rest. have anything, you know, big happen. But like, what if someone's dog died that day, or their mom passed away, or their you know what? Like, what if there's something really going on, and they're just having a rough day, and you come in and you say some shit like that, and it, like it's just it's so. You gotta yep. be an asshole at oh, the heart. Oh, this is a fucking asshole. Yeah, because you just don't know. You don't know what people are going through. That's a big thing. You gotta when people are assholes to you. Your first reaction cannot be to just give double down on the asshole. Yeah, to, asshole to assume asshole that they're an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be a little understanding, a little patient. 
I did, hope I see did him you, again. Did you open? So I can beat his ass. Did you like open the bill while he was like still in the no, restaurant? No, I, I, I wish I would have because I would have lied to him and told him my, my mother died. That's what I figured. Yeah, I would have <laughs> immediately lied to him and say I'm sorry. I won't be able to smile for the next three years. <laughs> next time I see you, hopefully I'm done grieving. My, I'll be in the next time you come in here. I'll still be in the grieving process. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My mom died. Then my brother was hit by a car. To anyone, to anyone who was just wondering why there was some silence on the mic, uh, Katie was just like, "Did we ever do anything that was fun?" Because like at Starbucks, me and Katie met at Starbucks. Um, you both work there. Yeah, we both work there. So yeah, if someone was like a dick or was like a bitch, we would just fucking give him decaf. But I never did that because I was like, that doesn't really do anything. Oh, it fucked up your day. No, it doesn't really. Did someone give me decaf? I would never know. I would never know. I'd never be like, I'd just be like, my tolerance for coffee is so good that I don't feel this one. I would never think those yeah. fuckers gave me decaf. I guess if you... You did, but hey, you didn't fuck up their alka day. Is alka supposed to make you feel like you're going to throw up? <laughs> is, that a, is that a thing? Well, I will admit, I've never had Alka-Seltzer in between two, two large glasses of tequila. Yo, if you guys can see this big glass of tequila right now. It looks like I'm keeping myself really hydrated. Yeah, Ben's drinking a lot of water. It's like when you went on a hike with uh, Bruce. In the, in the oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what's sad is that I have two cups here. One's filled with water, one's filled with tequila. There's more tequila <laughs> than there is water. Yeah, that is sad. That's called priorities, my friend. Hey. And, and to answer your question, Katie, um, there's nothing. I don't think there's anything that we do. I shit in people's food every now and again. Yeah, yeah well, every server does that. Yeah, the good old, good old. Good old routine from the movie Help. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Make them that shit eat, pie. Eat my shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was such, that was such a good. That, that's what. Because once they do it, they can't. Like, you can't take it back. Like, there's no. There's <laughs> not, at the point that you've eaten someone's shit, you, can, you will forever you be forever. The, shit, the shit eater. You will forever be known. No matter what you can say, you can As become rich. Eater. You can become anything you want. You can be the most powerful person in the world. Hey, you still ate my shit. <laughs> like imagine like imagine like you did that to Bill Gates and Bill Gates is an oh, asshole yeah. and they're like you know Bill I'm Gates the richest man in the world yeah, like she, that dude ate my shit that dude ate my fucking shit he did <laughs> I feel like that's like it, it's similar along the lines of like if you if you have an ex and they're like doing some like nasty shit or something some nasty and you're like you know what no matter what we did that nasty shit. I don't I know. Care. I know what you like, did. I know what the fuck you do. I know. Mm. <laughs> I know what you did last mm. summer. I know what you did last summer part two. Uh oh. <laughs> I know what you did last summer part three. I don't even know if there was a part three, but we're making it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She did say that, didn't she? She regretted doing the help. Why did she say that again? See, I haven't, I haven't seen the help. You showed me that scene, the eat, eat my, my sh- eat my shit scene. scene. But so you're saying that it gave too much attention to Emma Stone's character, the woman that wrote the book, rather than you know, who's named after the help. You know, that makes sense. And I feel like Viola Davis now at this at this point. Yeah, the cast is killer. I feel like Viola Davis at this point can just say whatever the fuck she wants because everyone's like, well, I'm still gonna put you in my movie. Is it, is it safe to say that Viola Davis kind of feels, I, with, with, without as much full recognition, Viola Davis feels kind of like the female Denzel? 
Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. She's just a she's just an acting Fucking brings powerhouse. it every time. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. She could literally do like the similar things. She could literally do like, well, would you say Meryl Streep is like the female Tom Hanks? No. Because America's parents. Eh, no, because Meryl Streep's never like adopted like a, a motherly type thing like Tom Hanks has done like the the fatherly thing. I think talent wise the case Meryl Streep's like the female version of Daniel Day-Lewis. It's like whenever they're... No, that's not no. Tr- that's not true either because Daniel Day-Lewis doesn't take as many I projects on. I don't on. think there is a female version of Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> yeah, right. That, that's very true. I, I don't know who I'd compare Meryl Streep to because she's just a really solid actress. She doesn't have much of a... We don't really think of her as a personality outside of like as an actress, whereas Tom Hanks is like, oh, that's America's dad. That's going to be president with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Is your dog snoring wide-eyed again? No, nah, his face is in the dirt. Probably looks like he's... I think oh, he's sleeping. Jesus. This dog... Sorry. I have a pug. Random tangent. This fucking dog will, snor- will look you in the eyes with his wide open and just be snoring. <laughs> doesn't even make sense. Scares you. It doesn't make sense. Looks right into you your soul. You can't look at me in the eyes and snore at the same time. I don't like that. <laughs> Makes you very uncomfortable. Yeah. Ugh. I watched I watched Splice for the first time. The fuck is Splice? You haven't seen Splice? Mm-mm. Uh, it has the guy from The Pianist. And Adrian Brody. Yeah. Yeah. Adrian Broyer. Broyer. Um, I was trying to drink some drink as I was saying that. A chick who I don't know who, who she is. I recognize her from something, but I don't know what she's from. Um, But it's about two people who they're trying to genetically splice some some stuff. Yeah, human centipede. Mm, so, you know, <laughs> without all that mouth, ass-to-mouth thing. Uh, but they're trying to genetically splice some shit and it's supposed to help cure certain things. And of course they create this humanoid creature that is human ish okay. in a way. Right. Um, but the is it movie, like a thriller is it like a, it's a it? sci-fi. It sounds like a mix between like the fly thriller. and human centipede. It's, it's very, no, I w- have you seen the fly? I have Goldblum? seen the fly. It, it does have a very fly. Yes, it is fly very like fly esque. Where um, they create this thing, it's it's not an evil creature, but it's it's you know it's it's still a it's got it's a, a little wild animal in it. But the weird part about it is that there's a sex scene between the creature and oh, spoiler alert. I'm sorry. Wow, dude. Um, but there's a sex scene between the creature and Adrian Brody. Brody. Uh, is this creature male or female? It's female. Oh. Yeah, it's like the shape of water. Yeah. So it's like Which the I just fly saw I just mixed saw with shape it's water. like the I fly mixed with shape of water. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and they like show it was weird. That's and fucked the, up. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was weird, and I was like, "Why am I turned on?" <laughs> Did it make you uncomfortable in the shape of water me, when it, they were it like? Made me ask a lot of questions when they were like doing it. Did it ever make you uncomfortable in the shape of water? Where you're like, I don't know how I feel about this, or you just like that's Man, a beautiful thing. If it's I a beautiful met, if love. I met a fish lady, I'd probably do it too. Yeah? Whatever. You think so? Yeah, whatever. I don't know. There's just something I'm comfortable about, with my sexuality to say there, I would, there's I something would that nail was really, a fish lady. There was something that was really like awkward to me about when she, when she was like, what? It has like a thing? And she was like, how's it like, working? Open like, it up. It's and like, like, like the hand signal of like of like what it's like when it's opening. Oh, yeah. And it was a visual that just kind of made me be like. I was thinking of like a duck penis. <laughs> and they like come out all screwy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was you, like, ooh, look, look at a lot of those. Look, yeah. look, Google image that for anyone who wants to see some don't duck look penis? up duck penis it's gross it's so that's gross. what this podcast is going to be about duck penises hey solid content 
Content. That's all it's about. It's for everyone, man. Just Family, talking and, duck and getting penis content people. and duck penises. Peni? <laughs> Penials. Whatever the Millennials. Whatever, whatever the plural <laughs> Millennials. Penis eye. Okay, how have you been? <laughs> oh man, wow. I've been I've been I've been good. Now I think uh <clears throat> by the way, did you was Shape of Water your favorite mo- movie last year? What was your favorite movie like like for Oscar whether do you remember any ones from last year? I don't know which ones I saw. No, no, which ones were Oscar. I don't. I don't know. I don't see a lot of Oscar movies, to be honest. Yeah. What was? What was? What were the Oscar ones? Uh, Three Billboards of Ebbing, Missouri, which is my choice. There's Lady Bird, which you saw. Lady Bird. I did see that. Which one you like better between those two? They're completely different films. Oh, they're so completely different. They're completely different. But there's that. You can't really compare those two. I'm mind blanking. We watched a bunch of them. There was The Post. There was The Darkest Hour. There was Dunkirk. I think so. I haven't seen any of those. I think that if I had to, com- if I had to, like, say which one was more Oscar worthy, I think Lady Bird is more Oscar worthy as Best Picture. I think Shape of Water is more, uh, like, the chick. I think is a better um, Best Actress. She, she was great. Shape of Water won. Shape of Water. I, I know think it won, won soundtrack. Best, it won director. Guillermo won do- director. I think Shape of Water won. Uh, I can't remember. But the actress, the actress was phenomenal to me. Let you me know, th- you know, you know, people got real fucking upset about her, and I was like, "What are you Why? doing?" Because it's this, it's this new fucking trend that I, well, I absolutely hate. Deaf. Yeah, they were upset that they didn't hire like a real deaf actress, and I was like, "Okay, this shit is getting out of fucking control." I get, I get like, uh, I get like race, obviously. If you're like you're doing a historical figure. And you're not getting the fucking race right. Obviously, I get that. Shape of Water won Best Picture. Yeah, Shape of Water won Best Picture. And I get on some levels even like uh, the transgender a little bit. But some of this shit's gotten way out of fucking control. Yeah, because Scarlett Johansson's been... Here's here's where it got real fucking crazy. So, you know Ruby Rose? She was in... Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So she's playing Batwoman in, I think, CW's. Uh, Batwoman series yeah um, and everyone was upset because not everyone I shouldn't say everyone this is a very vocal but small minority but it always pisses me off they were upset because uh, Batwoman I'm not not really super caught but I believe she's a lesbian and everyone was upset that Ruby Rose wasn't a full-on lesbian I think she's bisexual I want to say she's something she identifies as something um, that's not a just pure lesbian so they're upset that they didn't have a pure lesbian playing the part of Batwoman, but then they weren't upset that that pure lesbian wasn't Jewish, because Ruby Rose isn't Jewish, like apparently Batwoman is. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, So you don't want any acting, you just want people who are legitimately just fucking Batwoman to now go and play it on fucking camera. Well, the thing about that is, what starts to happen is, that's like saying, uh, well, one, you immediately take out so many talented actors, right? Uh, Like, let's say if there's a person who is in a wheelchair, and you're like, okay, we want an actual paraplegic to play it. Well, how many paraplegic actors do we have? You know, your talent pool immediately goes down uh, to a very, very small amount. And it's not to say that uh, people who are paraplegic or whatever small talent pool or specific thing can't be good actors. It's just, there's just a, a, not a lot of them acting. And whatever, you know, there aren't as many. If you, if you say, I need someone who's actually deaf, it can be done. They did it in Quiet Place. It can be done. But... Your, your talent pool just goes down yeah. so fast and that is the point of acting is that now you're going to start saying it's like become okay another this character. is a this is a movie about 
uh, a guy who worked in a restaurant. Well, you need to get a real server to play that part. No, yeah. it's like no, you don't. And no, you here, don't. and here's the other here's the other thing about it is, as much as people can hate it, film is still a business. Film is still a business where they need to make money back. Because guess what? These studios they can't make money. They can't make movies when they're not making money. So they can't keep taking in losses. So a lot of the times they're gonna attach a name to something, which Scarlett Johansson now. Has, you say Johansson? Yeah, I say Johans, Johansson, Johansson. I, it's however I'm feeling in the Potato, moment. Potato, tomato? I'm you know, deep. whatever. Everyone knows ScarJo. But, um, so she was, you know, during the, what was it, the, uh, oh, fuck. I can't believe my blank. Yeah, Ghost in a Shell. She was getting a lot of hate for that, which that one's a little bit closer to being understandable, being a, a Japanese manga, but what have you. And then she was hired on to do this, this project about a, a transgender individual. And everyone was upset that they didn't hire a transgender actor, right? But the, what the real confusion is, is I believe that the time period, because it's based on a true story, the time period is, at that point, they were still a woman. And so it would make sense that you would still have Scarlett Johansson in this role. And I guess it was like about this person who started like a brothel or some shit, right? It's an interesting story, but she had to drop out because of all the hate that she was getting because they didn't hire a transgender actress. And I was like, outside of Orange is the New Black, I can't think of a fucking popular transgender actor or actress. What? Yeah, just Laverne Cox. And so I'm like, how are they going to get funding to pitch this to a studio to say, hey, give us 20, 30, 40 million dollars. This is how we're going to make it back when it's a sounds like it's mostly going to be an awards type film, a very low budget thing, and you don't have a name attached to it. Like, so as much as people don't like it, it's still a business. So they need to sometimes attach names. You can't, Daniel Day Lewis won an Oscar for My Left Foot where he was playing in a wheelchair the whole time. You, that's what acting is. Acting yeah. is becoming another person. Okay, so what do you think? Okay, what do you think about this? Because I've always thought about this, and I don't know where the line is. Um, <clears throat> so obviously, it'd be wrong. It's black. Blackface is wrong, right? Blackface is sure, obviously wrong. Sure. If you have a black character, you can't have a white man playing a black character. You just can't right. do it. Right. Um, same where you can't sincerely have. Uh, you can't have a you know a oh, black think, guy play think, a white guy. Oh, like, uh, they, uh, uh, you know. I think I think I know where you're going with this. Um, maybe, maybe not. Well, I'm just saying what, so that's clearly wrong. Right. But if you're using just basic logic from there, technically the only thing that you need to do in acting or in a film is convincingly portray the thing you need to portray. Right. So if you're not actually paraplegic, as long as you convincingly play a paraplegic, you're good to go. If you're not actually deaf, but you convincingly play a deaf person, you're good to go. That logic should still technically apply if you're doing things like blackface and whatnot. So I ask, where does the so it's we all agree that it's wrong. You can't have a white guy playing a black person. Okay, that's just wrong. But why is that wrong compared to like we're saying that you you know it's ridiculous that you would have someone need to be paraplegic or someone need to be transgender or all these (laughs) things. We're saying it's ridiculous, but why? Where's that line? I think because. And that's a, that's a question I've asked myself a lot, and I don't quite have a clear answer. So I kind of I can mostly spitball. I will say that you can get away with it as long as the movie itself is in some way referencing that this is wrong, <laughs> such as Robert Downey Jr. Tropic Thunder. That's where I thought you were going with it because 
that dude fucking killed it as that. Oscar and, and, nominated. Yeah, and, and and Jamie Foxx was even like, no, I wasn't upset about that. Like, you remember him on the Joe Rogan podcast? He was just like, no, I wasn't upset about that. He's like, he's my boy. And like all this stuff. And he's like, everyone was like, dude, you played black people better than black people. And like all this shit like that, right? So. And he you, was so convinced. Like, it was just. It honestly was great. an Oscar. It was yeah, an Oscar worthy performance. And, and it's like, That's so at some point, if the, as long as the film is saying, like, this is like, what the fuck is this guy doing? It's like okay, maybe you can. It's all about how you how you, you pull it off. Right, it's the historical context of everything and how. Yeah. That's a big thing. I think it's it's definitely the historical context and. Well, I mean, and one time it really matters is if like someone's playing a real person. Yeah. <clears throat> because otherwise, I mean, roles can go either way. It doesn't matter. Right. So. Yeah, but that line thing, that line is, is, that's why I was like, I can understand for certain things about, like, uh, the transgender argument, because I feel like that could eventually be similar to, um, yeah. Ruby Rhodes is gender fluid. Okay, so let's talk, okay, okay, here we I go. I am not going to entertain this conversation because it's one I am not very good at. So here I'm going to look like a fucking fool because yeah. I don't know my shit. Yeah, no, they're I gonna don't like, They're, they're going to be like, there's that ignorant bastard, Tyler. I don't know a lot, but I've got so much to say. <laughs> okay. I have this theory. I call it the anti- I'm going to call this, I'm gonna, and, and it's not going to be a spoiler warning. I'm going to call this a Freddy warning. So Freddy warning coming Freddy up warning might, coming might, up. might, might trigger, trigger some people. This is this is my, I call this the anti-trans theory. Uh oh, here we go. Oh yeah, oh, I call it that on purpose too. That's what I, I love to hear. Off. That's what I love to hear. No, no, right no but on. you got you got. If you, I'm if, listening. If you have half a brain, you'll be on board with this. Oh wow! So you really just put me into a corner, right? Because now you have to agree. You're stupid. <laughs> um, okay, no. So this. Ooh, I'm jittery. Um. So okay. So with all this trans stuff, right? There's all you know A B C D E F G K all through Z. There's a lot of different things. Okay. Now. First of all, starting off with love for everybody. I don't give a shit what you are, who you are. As long as you don't hurt other people, do what you want to do. That's my that's 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 my main thing. Okay, love and be loved in return. That's it. Um, however, all of this, like you know, so so I'm a firm believer that the you know bi- biology can't be changed. You're uh, bio- biologically a male or biologically a female. Uh, if you want to change that and be called he or she or whatever, I respect that and I will do that because that's a small price to pay for me if, even if you're biologically a man and you want to be called a she i can do that that's not a it's not a big thing that i can't do so my my anti-trans theory is that there's a ton of different things that people are classifying classifying themselves as and they put themselves into like this little bubble so it's like someone will say that gender is fluid right that 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 you can't label someone in that way but then at the same time, they'll say that I need you to call me a woman. But if gender is so fluid, the idea should be that you can be any kind of woman that you want to be or any kind of man that you want to be. So I shouldn't have to call you a she. I shouldn't have to call you a he. And neither of those things should be offensive if gender is so fluid. Instead, I think there should be the idea that only the biology matters. If you are biologically a man, you are a man. What should go away is the idea that a man has to be this specific kind of man. If you're a man who wants to wear a dress, if you're a man who wants to bang other men, if you're a man who wants to put on makeup, you can do any of that, and the stigma of that should be taken away. Rather than us saying, well, no, we have to call you a woman. Well, why do we have to call you a woman? What does it mean to be a woman? If, if gender is so fluid, you can't really define what it is to be a woman. So gender, sex is biological, right? And that doesn't change. 
Gender's not. Gender's not biological. Gender's a social construct. So give me one second so I can let the audience know what Katie was saying. Sex is the physical. Yeah. And gender is more... Well, just, I just want to make sure I don't twist up your words. Social construct. Social construct. So there are now... 23 recognized genders, I think? Yeah, there are, t- like, 23, 21, 23. That, to me, is silly. Recognized um, genders. And it's just people being... Because, like, we like to put labels on things. Like, that's human nature. Like, we, we like to label Come over here. Just, just come over here. <laughs> yeah, they won't be able to... Yeah, it's going to be way too much be very space. confusing. Okay. You got to talk right, right into, into the mic. Okay, so they... Uh, what was I saying? 23 people genders. People like to put labels on things, right? That's just human nature. Like, people like to label things. So it's just a matter of like finding something that fits you. So people that are transgender um, identify as the opposite gender usually. It's usually male or female. And they feel like they're in the wrong, like their, their biology is wrong. Like they just identify as this gender. So then they switch to the gender that they identify with. Now gender fluid people usually go by them, their pronouns, not he, she. And that's just because, like, on any given day, there's something different. Like, I have friends that, like, Tuesdays, they like to wear heels. And then, you know, Fridays, they wear work boots and flannel. It's just, like, how they're feeling. See, for me, and I know that this is going to be very offensive to a lot of people, I, firstly, uh, the the only one I have an issue with calling people is them or they. Uh, only because, it, to, again, that doesn't make sense to me. I don't care what kind of man you are. I don't care what kind of woman you are. If on a specific day, there's some days where I'll go out and I'll wear fucking uh, jersey shorts and a tank top. Some days I want to go out and I want to put on slacks, nice shoes, and and a and a a, a blazer. You know, like the, the, I don't care what kind of man you are. I don't care what kind of woman you are. You can do whatever you want. Uh, heels one day, work boots the next. I don't care. But it gets confusing when you have to say, "Well, today I'm a woman." the next day I'm a man what does it mean to be a woman what does it mean to be a man shouldn't we take away that idea and if there's 23 genders that doesn't make sense to me why not exactly now I know what I'm saying can't happen I do think the only trans that should stay is if you're in the wrong body so if someone says I do not feel like a biological man I feel like I was meant to be a biological woman I am in the wrong body and even if I don't change that I recognize that as I believe the one trans that makes sense you are biologically one thing you believe that you should have biologically been another. But if you were okay biologically with where you're at yeah. and you just want to be called this or called that, the gender to me, and I know this is never going to happen, this is why it's just a fucking theory, to me, bullshit. All the trans goes away. Be whatever man you want to be. Be whatever woman you want to be. They're not trans at that point. They're gender fluid. They're gender fluid. That's a little different well, whatever, than whatever, whatever it is, I'm saying biologically you're a man, biologically you're a woman, and be whatever kind of man you want to be, be whatever kind of woman you want to be. I am only talking about your biology and every single thing else. If you want to dress in, you want to be in a dress, you want to have the makeup, you want to bang this person, that person, we don't have to, as soon as we define you, we're putting you in a box. Like, isn't that the whole point is people should not be in a box. They shouldn't have, a woman should not have to be whatever we decide a woman should be. So if you're going to, here's, here's my thing that I keep kind of hearing with your vocabulary about certain things, um, is, we're referencing what it seems to be what everyone from your perspective what everyone else is putting on someone shouldn't have to be what we decide and all these things it doesn't matter what what in a way i know it's hard to kind of clarify but what i kind of mean is you were saying how like you you know wanted someone to be 
whatever man they want to be, whatever woman they want to be. Or you were saying like how we as a society in a way, you kept using the words we and putting it on people in a way. Hard to justify. What I'm going to try to get to here is this. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks or feels. It's the individual. And if the individual decides to define themselves in a way, because no one else is putting them in a box but themselves. You were saying, like, aren't we putting them in a box by having a label on it? No, no, they are putting themselves in a box. No, I know, but they choose to because they enjoy feeling that type of uh, level of of knowing who they are. Because, like, we put ourselves in a box. Like, I'm a woman. Yeah, all we all... we all sort of do. And so my my take on this whole conversation is I don't give a shit what you want me to call you. If you want me to call you Billy Bob Thornton, then you're Billy Bob Thornton. If you want me to call you they, him, her, it, I don't give a shit. Because that's why you choose to feel as an individual and that makes you feel good. Just don't be upset with me if it takes me a few times to get it right. Well, see, that's and that's the part that that's the part that I don't like. That's the part that that's where my theory comes in is that I hate the idea that there's like it's a communication thing. You say there's twenty three. Katie said there's twenty three uh, recognized genders, right? Yeah. And that to me is a very difficult thing to to, to get my mind around. Um, and I don't want anyone to ever feel hate. I don't want anyone to ever feel like they aren't being themselves. But I'm saying that right now, what happens is someone says, "Okay, you're a man. Why are you in a dress?" Like that. That's what happens, right? We socially can't get wrap our heads around why is that guy wearing a dress? Why is that guy in makeup? There's still so many, you know, alpha heterosexuals like a man doesn't wear a dress, man doesn't put on makeup. You know, that's that's that to me is a negative idea. Um, and so the big fight against that is like, well, no, I'm a man. I can do those things. I don't have to be a, a specific kind of man. But then it seems like on the opposite side, they are. You know, the, you said, Katie said that everyone wants their box everyone wants to fit in somewhere i'm a big believer that they don't no one no one needs to box themselves in no one need i don't need to be like wondering what i need to call you because you shouldn't be like why is it offensive to call uh someone who is biologically a man why is it offensive to call them uh uh, a man if they feel like they're a woman unless they feel they are biologically in the wrong body that's that that would that I would understand, but there are men, biological men, who want to be called she, but they don't want their biological makeup to change. They want they like their body, but they will identify as a she. To me, that doesn't quite, and this could be ignorant. I'm totally open to the idea that I, you know, someone can change my mind on this, but the idea that they would want to stay a biological man, but they want to be called a she. To me, I'm like, no, no, no. You don't need to be called a she. Just be whatever man you want to be, like. The, the idea that you have to be a she to me feels like that just gives into the idea that there's a social contract and that we can label you and define you and box you into that social contract. Does that make sense? Yeah, but since there is social contract, like you want to fit in. Like we would have to completely abolish this whole social hierarchy that we have, and they're just trying to find their spot. All, all I would really just talk about, really for me, because you, you know, I would love to be educated more on it. Um. And you said that you would like to have someone be able to change your mind. And I definitely will not be the type of person to be able to do that because I know nothing. I'm very ignorant about this whole conversation. So the last thing I want to do is say something that once I become more educated on it, I'm going to listen back on my thing and be like, God, I was a fucking dumbass. I was, you know, 
And so all I can say is, like I said before, I just want to make sure that I, because my big fear is that someone's going to get very, very upset with me from the get-go if I slip up or say something wrong, if they identify as a they and I accidentally call them a him, right, or whatever it is. Um, so I just, you got it. If you are someone who identifies as one of the, apparently it's 32. 37, sorry, 37 new genders. Um, that to me, though, that does seem extreme. But if you are someone who has, who identifies as one of those, just give me time to adjust, man, and be patient with me because my thing, like, I have friends who, who are transgender. I have friends who have gone through the whole process. And even now, I'll still, if they were a guy uh, who turned into a girl, I'll still be like, oh, yeah, he's doing this or whatever. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah. fuck, you know, shit. Okay. Yeah, I think, I so to make myself clear, I do recognize that this is a theory and only a theory. There's no, like, it would be so long and it would take such a social evolution for us to abolish the idea of social constructs and that a man can be whatever kind of man, a woman can be whatever kind of woman. This is totally theoretical. This will never happen. And until then, I respect whatever you want to be called for the most part. There, there, there's, some, yeah. there's some shit that I, that I hear that I'm like, okay, that's, that seems a bit, a bit strange. But for the most part, I really don't care what anyone wants to do, who they want to bang, what they want to look like, what they want to dress like. If it's weird to me, that's okay. Uh, I, you know, there, there's no hate in my heart for that. I just think that theoretically it would be better for everyone to say, a biological man can be any kind of man he wants to be. A biological woman can be any kind of woman they want to be. And the only time we have confusion is when someone feels they're not in the right biological body. Yeah. Otherwise, the gender fluidity doesn't, like, if it's fluid, it doesn't need to be boxed in and defined. It should be moving, and you should be yeah. able to wake up in heels one day, do the work boots one day, like, do whatever you want to do and how you feel on any given day. And everyone should be like, yeah, that's Tom. He's wearing heels today. Cause they're, and, the, and I think that's ultimately the message that you're trying to to relay is one of of ultimate not equality but acceptance you know absolutely i think yeah. it is something where it's like uh literally in a way it, there is a definition for one of those individuals and as i'm reading the 37 i'm like maybe it's not gender fluid but i i, I want to say it is but like as i'm reading i'm like it's getting really intense like seeing like the exact definitions of all of them but whatever, you know, that except of being able to wake up, dress however the fuck you want, that any of the social construct stuff that we have established, that this is a boy toy, that this is a girl toy, that these are boy clothes, that this is a girl clothes, that these are et cetera, et cetera, yeah. that any of those can be broken down to the point that this is just a toy, this is just clothes, exactly. these are just that, and you're just a human being. And I think that's well, ultimately the message that you're trying to, to get at is that by divvying up into all these very, very, as I'm reading them, very, very, very specific, you know, things, we start to forget. It's segregating. We're, we're choosing yeah. by trying, like, it seems like the, the gender fluidity Rather movement than just is accepting. almost more segregation than it needs to be. Rather we should than be just learning to accept everything. People yeah. are just human beings. Like, what happens if a person who is trans or gender fluid, whatever the term would be, what if they say, okay, I'm, I'm a man, biologically, but I identify as a woman. And they, and then you have to say, okay, well, then what does it mean to be a woman? And then they say, well, the reason I identify as a woman because this is this is what it means to be a woman, A, B, C, D. And then an, a biological woman says, oh shit, I'm not like that. Does that mean I'm not a woman? 
am I now a man? You see what I'm saying? Like, it gets confusing. Why do we have to define what a woman is? A woman should only be a person who has a fucking vagina. Like, right. that, that's that's all a woman needs As to be. And then what you do after that with your whole life is completely... You're, you are the artist, and you can paint whatever you want to paint. But as soon as you start saying, I identify as a woman, you have to say, well, what is a woman? And then suddenly you're... You're you're pushing people out. Yeah, but like it's all different. Like, you got if you're gonna you gotta come up here if you're gonna talk. It's all different. Like um, like you when you're when you wake up, you're a man, right? You have no question about that. Or like when I wake up, I'm a woman. I have no question about that. I think they feel the same, but they're in the wrong body. And it's not like a matter of like this is what a woman is and this is what a man is. Well, so I'm not I'm not I'm not like, talking about people who are in yeah, the not, wrong biological bodies. That. Okay, so you're that like, I fully accept. He's talking. Here's, here's no no. He's talking about trans feminine. Trans feminine relates to a person who was born male but whose gender identity is more female than male. That doesn't yeah. mean that they're transgender where they've actually gone through the process of it. It's just that they feel a little bit more. Feminine. Now I could be wrong, and there could be an even more just like distinct I'm definition sure, of I'm one sure, where yeah, it's yeah. like where it's like a man who feels more <laughs> like he's a female, but does never want to get the surgery and wants to stay in the male body. Which happens. A lot of people are scared of the surgery, and I'm pretty sure, but like you know, want enjoys the masculine body, <laughs> but feels like they are more female. Like, I'm sure there's a fucking definition for one of those out of the 37. Yeah. So I'm fully like I'm not disc- I know that's why my trans anti trans. Theory, um, sorry, excuse me. In my anti-trans theory, I believe the one trans that does make sense to me is if you were biologically in the wrong body and you wish you were biologically in a different body. That I fully understand and that makes sense. And in that situation, I think people would have to be understanding, accepting. And, you know, if, if you're in a biological body of a male and you either want to change or know that you should have been born differently or scared to change, whatever it is, I respect that. I will call you whatever it is that makes you comfortable. Everything else, the gender fluidity, if you do not feel like you were in the wrong biological body, that's the prerequisite for what I'm saying. If you do, if you were, you, I'm in the right body, but I identify as such and such, that's the one I'm saying, well, just take all that away. You don't need to identify as anything. Be whatever you want to be. We don't need to call you anything. We don't need to, like, uh, what's your name? I'm going to call you your name. Be whatever kind of person you want to be. It's up to you. And the idea that I can judge you for how you're acting in a certain day because it doesn't go along with whatever biological makeup you have, that should be the wrong thing. I should be the asshole in that situation. I shouldn't define you by your physical body and say that you have to be a certain way because of your physical body. That should go away. It'll never, it never will. I admit that. It never will. It's, it's not going to happen. But that should be what goes away. I should be able to say you're a man, you're a woman, and fucking be whatever kind of man and woman you want to be the sky's the limit. Don't box yourself in. I'm I'm interested in though. Like I'm looking at it, and the first one that pops up is is agender slash neither, which no defines as without gender. Often uses an identification for people who do not identify with or conform to any gender. How does one? I'm just like curious about how does one feel because to me that's that's ultimately. What we're kind of getting at, shouldn't everyone in some level be a gender then? Where you can just be whoever yeah, the hell kinda. you who, you can just be whoever the fuck you want to be. Like yeah. that this isn't a female thing, this isn't a male well, thing. Depends on how you identify. Uh, uh, well, but, no, I think because you know I, 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 I get what you're saying. I'm, if you're, like, if I'm you're, saying like 
what Freddy's kind of getting at is like you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, in a, in a perfect you can world, do whatever the fuck you want, wear whatever exactly. the fuck you want. But we don't have, to have all these crazy definitions for things. Yeah, you're you can just if, be you. If, if you're neither, now, granted, I because when I as, say this, I still think gender, that you would be. What What do you what clothes like? What do you dress with? You know? Do you? I exactly, still think exactly. I still no, think no, that. Uh, no, yeah, you're right. Whatever the fuck you want, right? Exactly. But that's actually a little different than some people who are, uh, like right here, by gender people experience two gender identities who simultaneously are varying between the two. So how is that any different than someone who? Because that's what I mean. It's like we already put these these constructs on what a male and a female are supposed to be, what they're supposed to act like, what they're supposed to dress like. So I get when it's like a bi gender thing that you wear female clothes sometimes and sometimes you're wearing like a, a some guy clothes right or what have you but to me like an agender so you're gonna wear clothes and not let it define you shouldn't that be everyone yeah it, it, to me it's just if, it, it, i'm not really exactly saying exactly what i want to say in my head but at the end of the day shouldn't everyone just kind of just be an agender thing or it's just like this is what yeah. i do i like to motorcycles my, and tiaras my my mindset yeah it would have to be a perfect world this is this is all theoretical but in my mindset is like, you ever have someone like ask you to borrow money or something like that? They're like, hey, you got you got 20 bucks or something like that. And then you, you say, yeah, I got the 20 bucks. And then you give them the 20 bucks and they start explaining why they need the 20 bucks. They start going over it. And then just this big convoluted like this happened, this happened, this happened. And you're, and you're kind of like, hey, bro, I already gave you the 20 bucks. I don't care why you need it. I'm already cool with it. Right. Yeah, I gave you the yeah. 20 bucks. You don't have to convince me that the 20 bucks was worth giving you because I already did it. Like that's kind of how I think. Where Give me that it's twenty like, bucks back. I have a very like. You don't have to convince me that you're anything. I accept you. I don't give a fuck. Unless I you, just you, unless I just don't like you as a human yeah. being. As long as you're not hurting anybody, <laughs> even if it's weird to yeah. me, I accept you. If you kind of a, you don't have to convince you're me. Kind of a dick. I'm gonna be like fuck that dude. You know what's weird? Like, <laughs> talk, you got you got it. I know it's frustrating, but we've like got so um, far away. Like if you look back at old writings of Native American cultures. Um, they write extensively about two-spirit people, and they're people that were probably the, you know, first documented transgender people, and they were treated as, like, high up on the, like, chiefdom line in these Native American tribes. They were seen as, like, holy spiritual beings. So it's interesting, like, coming from that way long ago to now, where it's harder yeah, well, I mean, granted, that's yeah. one culture. But. That's one culture, and I don't know. I, that that's the thing; it's a cultural thing, and I haven't done enough research to actually know the gist of all that. It's actually right here. Two spirit is one of the last definitions on the thirty-seven new gender forms. But I to get kind of back on track with with Freddie's thing. The end of the day, I I understand exactly kind of what he's getting at. To me, when we get into all of these uh, constructs, it can get very very convoluted, and I think breaking down those constructs could ultimately allow more freedom of people to feel accepted because they don't. Because here's the thing: there's a lot of communities that will be a part of and then you say okay i'm not really feeling like being a part of that community anymore and then you're ostracized and then you're 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 um you're actually attacked by that community you once called a home right 
So that's generally there was like uh, what was it? Joe Rogan's friend who was uh, one of those diehard like liberal people who was on Twitter and attacking anybody and anything, even if they had like really no proof on Twitter. And then he was accused of sexual harassment, completely false. And all of those people turned on him and he lost all of his friends. And he had already he had already because he was a comedian. He had already cut off all of his old comedian friends and everyone else. And so when they turned on him, he had nobody and he had to go back tail between the legs, all of this stuff, right? What if that was to happen? You were accepted in some gender community. And then for some reason you said, ah, you know, actually you said something that didn't identify with their beliefs in some way. I always feel that those type of groups, those type of things can actually lead to more harm than just like what you were talking about, where it's like, we've broken it all down. You're Freddie, I'm Tyler, you're Katie. It's not if they're an accepting group. I mean, if they're a nice, accepting group. Liberal group was supposed to be accepting, well, and they... Sexual assault's different, and granted, his was false, and that's crappy, but you're a sexualist, you know, like, you deserve to lose all your friends. Sorry, it was... Well, what it was, let me see, I want to find more information on it as well, so I don't mix up right, certain things. false thing, that's different, but if you actually do something like And this was, this was something where it was the along the lines of believe all victims and do all of these things and all this stuff. And that's such a, you know, that's, that's, oh man, that whole like me too thing. And in the sexual assault movement, it's so like, it's so great to see bad men prosecuted in, in come to, it's so good. I, I, it, I love seeing it. People who were shitty people should be treated like shitty people. They should, they should come to justice. But it's such a hard area because it's like believe all victims. There are, unfortunately, like in every situation, every kind of group, and everything good, there's a bunch of assholes. And there are some people who, like, there was this chick who, I don't remember how long it was, but there was this chick who uh, had a, a rape case where she, you know, said she was uh, raped and she carried a, a, a mattress around on her back around the college campus because they weren't persecuting. And it was her, like, way to stand, like, this is the, the mattress that I was raped on. And it was like this big thing and people supported her and stuff. And it was like, you're carrying this burden. And it found out she made that shit up. Like mm-hmm. it, it turned out that she was totally lying. That's and it's, it, it, yeah, ultimately it is. It, a it happens. It happens enough for it to be fr- like, just to say like all of all of per- you know how much power it, this sounds bad because I really support, like if you have been victimized, I really and honestly truly hope that you you come to justice and that whoever did that to you is persecuted. I like I really, really that is the number one priority. But do you know how much power it is to say that all someone has to say is this person did this and and that that's it. Like that's all you gotta say. It's one person to fuck up like that and make it skeptical for everyone else and then it starts to lose power because one person was a jackass. But it it happens less it's more in the news because it's a big deal if someone's falsely accused. That's an awful thing to happen to someone that's terrible. You gotta, get, happens, closer. You gotta get closer to the mic. You're on a long tangent. It happens less. <laughs> and it's all very good. It's just you gotta get close to the mic. It's not a it's not a super common thing. It happens to be in the news because it's an awful thing when it happens. Like, people should never be falsely accused. That's a terrible thing to happen to someone. But in if you look at statistics, it's a very small number of people that are falsely accusing. Um... But like I said, it only takes one to like taint the whole thing. Just like yeah, for sure. Just like if you look at um, but police brutality, police brutality, right? That's a good, one. that's a good one. Yeah. Like yeah, it's a huge problem and it's awful. But it only takes one person to 
you know, cry it falsely or do something stupid. And then you get a whole group of people saying, look, their, their movement's not valid because one person did something dumb. I will say, I think that this podcast really only have, at least at the current moment, one controversial topic. So we'll deal with sexual harassment, uh, <laughs> allegations and everything on a different no. podcast. <laughs> we talk about this podcast, we're going to be us. We can talk about whatever no, we want. No, I know, but I just, we got to wrap up soon enough. I got to. What would you like to talk about? How was your day? <laughs> we already talked about that. No, I just kind of want to wrap up that. I just want to also stay on track very quickly and there just kind of no kind of wrap up the the transgender and and all of that going on. Do you think that it's something that's going to? Do you think this is something that's bottomed out, or do you think that this is something that's going to get like soon we'll have fifty identified genders? Do you think that this is something that's going to keep growing as we become more aware, or do you think this is something that's bottomed out? And now things are maybe going to rain in some. No, I think it's going to it's going to it's going to keep getting bigger. There's already uh, there's people identifying as dogs. There's people identifying as this. like, is there really there legitimately is like that's not a, that's not a fucking joke. Um, and there's there's people like so my big thing is right now what's happening is I people are saying uh, I identify this. I can't be held responsible for what I identify as or who I feel I am. Right. That's a big thing. That's a dangerous road to go down because it is true. Like with homo, like with homosexuality. If you were, if you were born gay, you're born gay. Like if you're gay, you're gay. You can't help that. You can't, you didn't choose to be gay. You're gay or you're not. You like men or you don't. You like women. Like it, it, it you don't choose that, and I, I, I fully get that. But then, what happens if, like, uh, what happens when a pedophile says, "Well, this is just me. It, I was, I was born is, this way." The thing is, they are, but because it actually hurts someone in society, that's what makes it different. It, it is, it is a recognized sexual orientation. It yeah. is, and it's, it's messed up that it is, but it is. But similar, yeah. Just to else. clarify, kind of what Katie's saying, because she's not by the mic right now. Um, but yeah, what they were saying is it it is an identifiable, uh, orientation, but it's also an orientation that harms people. And there are, are, and I've actually seen, um, some YouTube videos and things recently trending that have been about people who identify as pedophiles and they've never acted on because they know how harmful it is. Um, and they've never acted on how they feel. And so, but they say that's how I identify, and it could be from a who knows what's going on with all of that. But it is something that I think the line's always going to be crossed. That does this harm someone else? That's you know I think I mean? that's a really good point. I think that that and that's kind of you know that's what I said earlier. Where as long as you're but not to, hurting to, somebody, to talk to you about the uh, the the dog thing or like someone says I identify something like this. My thing is crazy people are always going to be crazy. And they're always going to latch on to some movement that it's kind of like what Joe Rogan was saying before, where he's like, oh, spoiler, well, well, uh, what is it, fucking trigger warning for any vegans? Uh, but, uh, you know, vegans are just people who uh, are vegans because Scientology just didn't pick oh, them yeah. up first or whatever he said. Like those hardcore vegans that are like insane. He's like, yeah, they're just vegans because Scientology didn't get to them first. And there are always going to be people who are just fucking crazy, and they're going to latch on to whatever yeah. they can to. Oh keep shit! Being they said crazy. it's okay to identify as anything. No, I'm, I'm a, a dog. dog. <laughs> like the, woof woof, bitch. And I'm it's here. like if this is in the, if this is like in the fucking like medieval times, they just be like, "There's that crazy fucker just talking about being so and so or whatever." Stanley the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Transracial lady. 
Yeah, or <laughs> fucking. Yeah, that's what happens now. <laughs> now transracial is is what like, was that? What was that lady? It, she was head. Of, was she? He, yeah, she was head of the NAACP, identifying as a black person. She was not, and she was totally not. Yeah, that's the hard part. What happens when people are like, "Hey, identify as a black person. You can't take that away from me." You know, like what? What? It's, it's yeah. Where's that line? You're not harming anyone. It's you're not harming slippery. anyone by it's identifying as. A, are you? You're not physically harming anyone you're like you are if like it's a pedophile. If you're doing it just like in your own home, like you are. A, you are offending. <laughs> Under this roof, I identify as a black person. You are offending person. people, but you're not harming Hurting. people. Yeah. You, but you like in her case, you kind of do. Like if you're, you become president of the NAACP. Well, were were any of the causes that she did as president like good? Like was she really good as a president? Okay, but I mean. That, that but when you say harm, you mean we mean physical. We just mean like we're like talking actually it, it physically affects another individual. Yeah, it can't because hurt. otherwise, you know, people could you can be offended that people identify as a dog, but as long as they don't hurt someone, I'm like whatever. You can be offended that someone identifies as a pedophile, but as long as they've never fucking touched a kid, then I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna really hang out. Still, there's a stigma where I'm like, I'm not gonna hang out with you, but you do you, I guess. Just don't fucking harm anyone, like. You can be offended by a billion. You can be offended by anything. You know, anything can offend you. And so someone identifying as, like, some other race, that can easily offend a lot of people, and justifiably so. But is that crossing the line? You know you know what I... Because okay, it's so not this harming is, anyone. This is a, a weird, weird, weird we thing We found the line! Uh, <laughs> another Freddie warning here. Um, I, w- I was talking to Taylor, my roommate... And I was like, you know, the, the biggest thing is like, if you are attracted to someone who looks like a kid, that's what's fucked up, right? Because we have this idea that once you turn 18, it's okay. You can be 70 years old and you can you can bang an 18-year-old. As soon as they turn 18, it's okay. Right. But to me, it's weird because occasionally there was a person at Yard House while I served him and she was like, can I get a drink? And I was like, no way. You're you're not 21. <laughs> no way, you look man. 15. There's no fucking way. And I checked her ID. She was like 24. And I'm like, <laughs> if someone were dating her and someone were banging her, I gotta wonder. Like, Dude, like does that you, freak you out? Are you into yeah. children? Like, because you know it's kind of weird. Like, we, like, we, like it's it's a topic people really don't like to talk about. But interesting. The thing should be that you're a, a, a child should or not those, sexually or, or arouse are those you. people and the cu- the cure for pedophilia. Are those people the answer to pedophiles? No, no not at all. <laughs> we had to find twenty-four-year-olds that look like children. <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 a weird thing to think. That's a weird thing to say. <laughs> it's a weird thing to <laughs> well, think about. Like podcast for because a the thing about a pedophile is not that. So like, I, I think it is much oh, creepier to uh, to have a person who had sex with a twenty-one-year-old. Let's say a person who had sex with an eighteen-year-old who looked like she was thirteen. That to me is much much weirder. Than a person who had sex with a sixteen-year-old who looked like she was twenty-four. Well, duh. you know what I'm saying? Well, well, yeah, I mean, well, that but makes you sense. say duh, but that's but people would say this. The, the sixteen-year-old is the really, really wrong thing. And just to be clear, I don't, I don't condone in any situation having sex with anyone who's uh, under eighteen. Let's make that very, very clear. Um, but I'm saying that societally, you would say the person who had sex with a sixteen-year-old is the pervert. It's because lo- the law has to draw a line somewhere, like where it can be clearly enforced. But even societally, people people will look at that and go, "You're a you're a fucking perv that you had sex with a 16 year old." But the person who had sex with a, a like, of age 24. woman who looked like she was younger than the <laughs> than the 16 year old, that's totally okay. And it, it just it's a thought I had that was just really weird 
because I was like, what happened? What if what if you fell in love with someone who was like, she's of age? It's she's still a- weird if a seventy year old has sex with an eighteen year old. Like that's still creepy. Unless you're Hugh Hefner. That's still creepy. He's a creepy motherfucker. Like it's still creepy. R.I.P. R.I.P. Well, we're not we're not so much talking about like the eighteen year old thing, but just people who might be well above 18 24 25 that look like children and yeah. people are like damn look at that fucking sexy beast and then they're and they're like she looks like she's fucking 15 dude i had this and so this and actually came like, up is like is that person weird we were talking about aria uh, ariana grande yeah that's because a good i was example. looking at her that's and she's 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 not like she doesn't fully look like she's just a kid but when i look at her i go i'm not sure i can be attracted to you because you do she look definitely like a child. looks like a child. like i know i know you're of age but you look like a child and she's like right on the line she looks like she could be like 16 18. but she's close enough for me to ask some but questions if, if, no but like you said she looks like she could be 16 i saw a video of her Which being if like she was if you said that 16 year old is hot People will be like, that's weird. But is it the same amount of weirdness when someone is well above age, like Ariana Grande, but like you said, she looks like she should be 18, 16, and you go, she's hot, but she looks 16. Like, is that still weird? Because that means that are you attracted to what typically looks like a 16-year-old? Exactly. Or, a, or a, you know, someone it's who's a, it's under a 18. Weird, it's a weird, I mean, and we're talking margins here. There's very few people who are of age and look like they're not of age. But my point is, I think there's so like, there, there are a lot. Yeah. It's also that, really like, hard to tell like that line of like, cause like, okay. So for instance, yard house says that we need to card people who look under 35. Under 35 yeah. I'm like, what the fuck does 35 look like? Like, like a dude who drinks heavily and is like his all beat up massive bags under his eyes, saggy skin, but he's like 29 and he looks like he's fucking 40. Like what does 35 look like? So I know when I can card someone and when I can't card. Someone. Yeah. I, yeah. Like your younger sister looks older than you do. And I'm like, so having that line of like, it is a fine line kind of between someone who looks 20 and someone who looks like 17 sometimes, because what the fuck are we judging it off of? Well, and you know? so the, the thing is, I think that there's a lot of, like it's it's a little scary sometimes. I'm looking at how something is in the fucking water because p- girls are growing up way too fast. <laughs> I thought I thought I thought <laughs> I thought this was like off topic. I thought I was like I thought something in my water that oh. gave me. <laughs> I was like what? I was like what? Like something's no, in like, the fucking something's in water. the water. We're like because there's time. This this I hope people can take this conversation so wrong. Uh, there's times where like I w- I will see people like especially on like social media. Yeah, they all there are people older. who are like 16 who look like fucking 25 year olds. Well, I, and then I have to like look there like I'll be like, oh, damn. And then I'll see their age and I'll be like, no, 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 no. And to, it's crazy to me that that would be more pervy than if a person was, again, 21, 22, but looked, looked younger than that girl did. That's a, it's just it's just a, it's just a, it's just a weird. It's a weird thought. But you're if saying, someone's under 18, don't touch them. Quick, if quick. you're, you know, if or, or seventeen is consent some places, I guess. But if someone's under the age of consent, don't have sex with them. Fifteen and sixteen are consent. Fourteen's oh, consent. Of course, like it'd be Italy, consent right? in the south. Italy, Italy is like fourteen or something like that. Italy, the consent is fourteen years I old. I think so. Gross, Certain dude. European things, I believe. That's gross. I might have just like there might be one Italian person listening to this and be like, no, it's not. Why are you making us all seem like pervs? <laughs> I'd be way off. It could be like, but I think I'm ever hearing that. Don't. Sixteen in Maine? No, it's not. No, it's, oh. not. it's not sixteen in Maine. No, it's not. I am looking that up. 
Age of Consent in Maine because that's about to give Maine a bad fucking rep. Fuck it, just 16. What do you think about this uh, This Takashi 69? Six nine six nine. I haven't kept up with them. So I don't know much about him. I just I think he's I think he's an annoying bastard. I think the brief clip of his music I listened to it fucking sucks, and I hate all these SoundCloud rappers. And now he's wanted for armed. Well, he got in trouble. I think he's seventeen. He could face like he was he was he was in relations with a thirteen year old. Oh, is that what we're talking about as well? Oh shit. Okay, because I have no idea. I, I don't know much about it. I just know that yeah. that because I remember someone was saying that if a 21 year old has relations with uh, uh, a, a what's the fucking math on 17 year old, it's OK. But a 17 year old having relations with 13 year old, it's just off the records. Not OK. Yeah, it depends on state laws well, and everything like that. Yeah, usually it's, it's that, probably, it's that, it's it's that three say. year difference that usually 13 year olds should find. not be touching. But other what, what's interesting to me about it is like, so he, I didn't even hear about that story. I was hearing about the fact that he was wanted for weapons trafficking. Oh, he's got like a minimum of like 20 something years, 30 something years to life in prison because uh, <laughs> because he's part of he's part of like a big he's part of one of the blood chapters or one of the Did you say a blood chapter, one of the blood or the um, why did you the say other, the word chapter? Crips. He's one, either one of the. Bl- so it's the blood. White. It's the blood. Then. Because so it's not the Crips. He's so white. Fuck you. Yeah, you part of the. It's part of the blood chapter. It's a, the blood chapter. Which. No, like he's. What do you identify as a blood or? A there crip? are different. <laughs> there are different chapters. There are different gangs. What do you mean by chapter? So what there's like a New York one. There's a Los Angeles one. There's like all like different areas or different chapters. Yeah, different what the locations. Fuck are you saying chapters? That's, what, that's what you call gangs. No, no one's no. Who yeah. is calling gangs chapters? Nobody ever said I'm part of the blood chapter. Uh, I'm affiliated with the blood chapter. Blood. No, no, I don't care what you look up. No one calls it a chapter. I've just found it right here. <laughs> chapters of bloods are called sets, so they call them sets. But they're known. The chapters of bloods are called sets. No one calls them chapters. Yes, they do. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler. <laughs> I grew up in an area where my mama wouldn't let me walk around with a certain color bandana because the the Crips were around, and if I wore the wrong kind of bandana, I might be in a bad situation. No one, I, people who I are actually up, in the gang areas, never call well, them chapters. It's more of an old school type biker gang call. Like if a biker gang would be, it'd be a chapter. It'd be if you had a large gang and you had yeah, that, yeah the white people gangs. <laughs> there were no motorcycle gangs in, in the black communities. <laughs> All right, you guys can do it, but literally there are fucking. That's what you would officially call a, a section of a gang. Is a chapter. <laughs> All right, you can laugh about it. Tyler's never even. He's never been in an area where there's gangs. <laughs> what chapter are you from, bud? Well, actually, actually, I'm not even gonna get into it. But yes, actually, my stepdad was involved in a pretty fucking serious actual gang. That like was a room room gang. It was actually a motorcycle gang, yeah. Because those are the white gangs. Yeah, you know. You can do whatever the fuck you want. but You like Sons of Anarchy, don't you? No, I actually don't like that show. I've never seen I it. I think it's a, too much of a soap opera for me. Chapter. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah, but anyway, that's not the conversation that we're having at the current moment. Wait, so he's a part of the blood chapter. You just mean he's part of the bloods? What do you mean? Yeah, he's part of what what well, like, section of them were they? Like blood LA. Blood. Well, there's... uh to When you say chapter, though, what does that... What is that like? What when you say he's a part of the blood chapter? Why would you say the word chat? Like, what is that? You mean like their location, right? Like a like a section of the bloods in different areas. 
Yeah, let me look up. So you would have to be like, what? I'm a part of the blood chapter, LA. Yeah, something like that. I bet you. I'm looking at all the bloods and crips need to start carrying a fucking. They need to start carrying a a a. a, What is it called? ID card. (laughs) I'm a blood chapter, LA. Ooh, you're out of your jurisdiction here, bud. (laughs) You belong with the vroom vrooms. I see. I know it's in New York. It's, he, it was in, he, he was part of the New York Bloods, this but guy? yeah. The admitted child sex offender is facing a minimum of thirty-two years in prison and maximum life sentence. Apparently, he he was told Takashi six nine or whatever. First of all, face tattoos don't fucking do them. I do not understand how you can tattoo. Okay, here's I've heard Post Malone. My 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 roommate has met Post Malone. I heard he's such a nice guy. He's such he's but he looks like a he looks like he's homeless. Like I just don't understand the face tattoo thing. I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. It feels like you have to be in a different mindset entirely. Hard for you. Like I don't whatever you want to do to yourself is whatever you want to do to yourself. But like you're gonna get very limited jobs with face tattoos, and you're gonna get because people have preconceived ideas about what that means. Like, it just makes your life hard if you're going to face tattoo yourself. Yeah. Yeah, so then he's part of the nine Trey gangsters, um, which are a set of the, Uni- or the United Blood Nation street gang. And a set is the word for a chapter. No, no. So they would say, "What, what, what set you repping?" Yeah, what set you repping? They would never say what chapter you from. Yeah, what chapter? You from. Nobody has ever fucking said that, except for Tyler <laughs> during a podcast. Plenty of fucking people have said it. Who, who were you around that said? Chapter? Just because, just because you fucking haven't fucking heard it doesn't mean that it's not fucking existing. Literally, Tyler, anyone who's been a part Tyler, of Tyler, I guarantee you, you did not grow up in an area where there were a bunch of gangs. Even if your dad no, was a part still, of the room rooms. No, but what I'm, I guarantee that. you. They, but what I will tell you is, a lot of those fucking quote unquote room rooms. Were fucking bad motherfuckers oh, I believe that it. were getting a lot of people I killed and doing a lot of badass shit. And so you're acting like they're just some little pussy gang. They'll fucking skin think, your whole family alive. I think Tyler's defending biker gangs. Yeah, biker gangs are awesome. Dude. <laughs> I think you bring hey, back, bring back you, fucking biker. You gangs. fucking wait a minute. Bring back biker, fucking gangs biker gangs are fucking serious, bro. They will fuck your shit up. Bring back fucking biker gangs. Yeah, I'm not saying like they're not. I'm awesome. just saying you're that like, well, you're li- saying vroom vrooms, and there are some people in fucking like the Arizona area that are gonna fucking kill you because they're like, fuck you, we're fucking vroom vrooms, we'll vroom vroom over your ass. They're gonna vroom vroom over here they're real fast. Vroom vroom right on over here, vroom, oh, real fast. <laughs> no, all I'm saying is that on the actual streets, ain't nobody said chapter. Oh yes, Freddie. No, that no, they don't. And as so a- in Van Nuys, the actual streets. I didn't grow up in Van Nuys, motherfucker. I've been here for two years. No, I know. But uh, <laughs> I've been here for two years. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm just saying that nobody calls them chapters. Nobody does. And if the room rooms do, then the room rooms do. But nobody call, nobody calls them yeah. chapters. They say what set you from, what say you repping. They say, you know, I'm blood and I'm crib. But they never, never hey, say cool. what chapter. I'm not saying that everyone says that, but people do. People do. I'm not saying the people that you fucking know. The people know, who look it up on Wikipedia the, the bloods, probably say chapter. The Bloods and all that, maybe they don't. But I don't think anyone do. who's in a quote-unquote chapter ever says chapter. I think only the people who looked it up <laughs> looked so. it up on there. That's funny. I think I think Tyler wanted to be a vroom vroom person. Did I? I think that, uh, I think one I think one of, one of your aspirations in life was 
That is not the case. I'm all good. I heard, Honestly, I heard I, stories that made it not seem like it was a fun time. I don't think any gang should be a fun. You know what I do like? There's a gang. I don't know. Is it? The, it might be the Hell's Angels. I heard there was a gang that was like kind of respectable. Yeah, like Hell's Angels, they, where they were they were like a gang. Yeah, they do but a it, bunch they of were shit like about chivalry and shit. Like you had to be a good. They they weren't about and doing why crimes. Why can't you be a group of friends? Like why you gotta be a gang? Something's cool about being it. Okay. Ooh, yeah, like, like I'm line. looking up. It is. It is it's because I remember hearing stories of like them doing all sorts of like donation stuff. Like they were. Let me like. They would donate a lot of food to like charities. Because a lot of these gangs generally just started out as people who were just groups, friends and shit like that. Not the and, then, and, and then they fucking no. and then they fucking were like, okay, actually we need more territory, we need this shit, we need no, that. But originally they were like, you know, from violence. Yeah, maybe they're all from violence. I think there are some vroom vrooms who started good. No think, Bloods and, and Crips like, started and out at like the YMCA. Oh, I'm like, talking no. like I'm talking like because we're talking the Hell's Angels because they're the yeah. ones who you know did shit. Now the Hell's Angels are generally, historically speaking, terrible fucking individuals who have caused a lot of pain and a lot of fucking. I think there's problems, a small but, amount. I, I don't think yeah. it would be most people. I think it's a very small amount of uh, quote unquote gangs that started good and do good. Sure. Uh, and, and Katie was like, why can't they just be called friends? I think, I think it's cool. So it's kind of like when you say I'm a part of a frat, I'm a, this is my squad. This is my group. It's just cool to be a part of a thing. Uh, the gang is just a word they use. Like this is my gang. Uh, but I think that they're like, if I, I, I like being a part of something yeah. and I don't condone violence and all that bullshit. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a part of the gang. Life is not something. My dad left me at the age of five because of gang shit. So I'm not about it. I don't like it. Um, and, but I do think that it's just like it, it's nice to be a part of something. It's nice to be like, oh, I got people to back me up. And well, I think that's why people, instead of being a group of friends, they just call themselves I mean, a gang. That's why people join gangs. Yeah, that's generally gangs. why. They, yeah. In the first place, because they feel like these people have their back. They don't, but they feel like they do. Because where you, you know, where you teach, this school and the one last and the one in Charlotte, yeah, um, you know, gang activity was a pretty legitimate thing for all. She was teaching high school and cause she teaches at a lot of really like uh, lower income poverty ridden schools that are generally tougher areas. And, uh, it's a legitimate thing because these people have generally a really bad home life. They have, uh, no aspirations outside of things because of the influences that are around them. Generally school doesn't go very well for them. The, or the families in a gang, and so having that's a place where they're actually accepted, where they're actually. It's like it's like this false. It can be false, but it can be whatever. But that's what they feel. They feel accepted. They feel like they belong to something. When I was playing rugby and I was like lost and like I just didn't feel like I hated Charlotte, right? But when I found that club and I found just people that had a common interest, and then we would you know have games and I, I was part of the bar there. So I would like make sure that all that shit was all taken was care of. Was that a good of. chapter of your life? It was a great chapter, <laughs> but it was I'm a better sorry, set. It was a better <laughs> set, but uh, just having that sense of brotherhood, that sense of belonging, I can see where someone who doesn't have a lot and you're like, well, this guy's part of so-and-so gang. And look, he actually has a fucking car that fucking works. He actually has this and that, that I've always wanted. And he has friends around him at all times. I can see how it could be inviting for for people in certain areas. So I think it is uh, that that sense of, of friendship, or at least sense of belonging, that it starts I, out with. 
I like I've always liked the idea. I mean, obviously, again, violence is not good in most situations. But like I've, I've always kind of liked the idea of like the old school mafia, like where it's not about violence is not priority. And I really I'm probably going to sound ignorant as fuck. I'm sure they did awful things. And but like the family, like this is my family. We don't do unnecessary violence. But if you mess with us, there are there are there are you will pay the price. Um, I kind of like that idea. Yeah. I mean, that old Man, school though, like, mafia made more sense in the way the times were too, like post-depression. Well, what's interesting about the mafia is they have so much fucking control because at the current time, the government had less control over uh, societies. So, you know, the FBI was established to stop mafia members, to stop, like, Al Capone and everything, because they were running so many facets of our society. And a lot of people were saying the reason why, like, certain areas of New York became so bad is because the mafia were the only one keeping the crime in check. And so when they took down the mafia heads and they uh, took down certain mafia chapters, no, uh, they, um, it it sent them into just everyone was fighting for everything and it became a huge crime-ridden area, whereas the mafia was keeping everything in check. Nowadays, it's a lot harder to get away with certain things the mafia got away with. Now, the surveillance is so much easier. DNA testing is so much more commonplace and much better, and it's just a lot harder. That's why we don't have serial killers, really, anymore. Every now, one or two will pop up every now and then, but usually people get caught after like a couple of, of murders nowadays, whereas before, the evidence just wasn't there. And so, it, it's, it is interesting because I'm, I'm reading a book on Frank Sinatra right now, and he had a lot of mob connections. And so, hearing all the names and all the connections and, like, certain money that would be exchanged to other countries that Frank would be a part of or um, just hearing about how much control these mafia members had, it, it's insane. It was really violent. But you're right. I mean, the, I think generally there is a sense of, I don't know, maybe it's also looked differently in a, I think in a might, different night in the media. Yeah, you know, because like I was just, yeah. I was recently just watching the opening, not the opening scene, but one of the closer to the opening of of The Godfather, and the Which guy I've never seen. Oh yeah, oh, we gotta watch it. I, I tried watching it once; it was pretty boring. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry. Good though, but he has that line, you know, and, he, and this guy is begging Marlon Brando's character for help, and you know, he says, "You never accepted my friendship. You never treated me as a friend. All these things of that, what have you," and. This guy's asking for this guy to be killed who um, beat up or disrespected his daughter or something like that, right? And he says, you know, I want him killed. And he's like, no, that's not justice. He's like, that man is still breathing. Or like, your daughter is still breathing. He's like, that's not justice what you seek. And who knows? Maybe that's all romanticized. Maybe that's just, you know, looks good for the good idea, right? Villains with honor. Right, villains with honor and stuff. But I think that's kind of what we hope that yeah, i'm sure it was be. much worse yeah they're that. probably like oh yeah we'll but fucking it's kill a nice that dude. it's a nice like, oh yeah that, that dude's dead you know <laughs> but yeah like they, they, you want to look at old <laughs> lobsters look at whitey bulger whitey there was there was that a guy i, I served a guy uh, at a restaurant i worked in colorado i served a guy had a good conversation when it was fun and then after i got off work i had some drinks with him it was this old man he was got to be in like his 80s 90s something like that and he was uh New, new from New York, Italian from New York, something like that. But he comes to me, and he's like, yeah, you know, Frey, I'm a very, I'm a very important man. Yeah, my whole family respects me. I'm very high up in my family. If anyone ever messes with you, you fucking come to me. I'll, I'll, I'll take care of them. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, oh shit. Does this mean I'm in the mafia now? 
What does this mean? How much power do I have? <laughs> How what much I, power do I have? What am I going to do with this? Do you have his number? No, I don't have his fucking number. So I thought you supposed to contact him. I will him. never be able to help him. How, how are you supposed to contact him? I think him? the idea is that if I if I just think hard enough, he'll show up. <laughs> no? That's not how it's going to work? When I'm getting beat up in the fucking back alley of some area, oh, yeah. and I close my eyes, he'll appear. It's like a fairy god mafia. <laughs> like a... Come on, come on, come on. I, come I heard on. you calling me. I heard it appear. <laughs> hey, boys. Leave Freddy alone. Yeah, I know what she's talking about. I'm here for you, you know? <laughs> and he appears, a silhouetted figure in the dark alley, and it's an eighty-year-old man. There's <laughs> an eighty-year-old man My comes out of nowhere, just who, like, you know, and for people who haven't seen Freddy, who's a pretty big, like, what are you, he's like six three, six four, six two, six two, six two, pretty burly, pretty big, and some eighty-year-old man's gonna Yo, fix man. the problem. Freddy, hey, 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 boy, you don't want to. Why is he? We're getting like a little more dramatic. <laughs> hey, boy, what you gonna do? Huh? Well, yeah, you yeah, go over here, you know Eventually, he's not even gonna be speaking words. He's gonna be like, oh. hey, don't make me out with your family. Shit. You do realize that that man's gonna find us now. He is. It's like you just disrespected me. I told you you were safe. On your podcast, where literally. Now you're no longer safe. I'm coming for you. Nobody but my family was listening to. <laughs> you made fun of me in front of my family. Disrespected me on this. In front of my. I'm well of respected my in my family. <laughs> and you disrespected me. I, I bring an audience to you. <laughs> My whole family of 32 people come to listen to your podcast. Your yeah. shitty little podcast, and you disrespect me. It's like all the Italian directors. What? Like, <laughs> yeah, there's like there's like three people in his family. Him, yeah. his wife, and his two-year-old son. And he's yeah. like, I'm well-respected in my family. They love me. They fucking <laughs> love me. My I'm son. Like, you don't even get into it, you know? He fucking shits himself every time I walk through that door. <laughs> he's always crying when I leave. It's yeah. crazy. Dada, dada, where are you going, dad? The wife, she's always like, please come back. I need the trash taken. I'm like, honey, please. I'm a busy man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Parenting in the mafia. Oh, man. You know how fucking wild that must have been to be like a... A parent in the mafia? To be a child, like to have a parent who's like involved in the mafia, that would be pretty crazy. Like that's fucking that'd be wild. Cause like for a long time as a kid, like you don't know your just dad's like gone off at times and done this, and like you get old enough to the point where like what's the like the talk where he goes, hey, I fucking in, kill people. I fucking kill people. You want to kill people too? <laughs> you're gonna be a part of this whether you like it or yeah, not. You're gonna come here. You can be an accountant. People. You don't have to kill people. <laughs> but you gotta be a part of this. You gotta be able to. You gotta be, count the fucking dollar bills. Like, They'll kill people. You know, what do you want to do, son? Donnie needs a Sky's chef. the limit. If you want to cook for Donnie, you can cook for Donnie, but you got to be a part of this. <laughs> it's like, that, all right. that, would, that would be it, the scary. The, you know what sucks about the whole gang life? Huh, okay, you you got you to gotta finish it. Do I have time to make one small drink? Another yeah, small drink? Sure. And we'll wrap it up. I'm, I'm in, I like how you left on that cliffhanger, though. You know, it's uh, one interesting facet of gang life. Oh, and then you're just like, gone. Yeah, wait, I'll, I'll, I'll be back. <laughs> Katie, get on that mic. Cause we need some, we need some filler. Yeah. All right, Katie, don't get on that mic. Freddie's just gonna make a quick drink. Mookie, Mookie's my pug. Mookie Pookie, he's fucking cute as shit. All y'all are jealous. He's got a poop. Mookie's got a poop. Everybody. Hey, I'm well respected in my family. My dog, he always trying to get on my lap. Say, buddy, you ain't, you ain't a lap dog. But he always trying. My wife, she don't talk back to me. She don't talk back to me. I'm well respected in my family. <laughs> my fucking kid I have how long yet. Ago, how long ago was this that you saw this man? 
Uh, has had to be four years ago. Holy shit. He might be dead now. <laughs> he's probably like... He's not, he's not like, still kicking. Within the year of talking oh, to you, yeah. he's dead. Oh, so yeah. any that connection to the mafia, you don't have one. No, what I was saying uh, wait, is... Wait, wait, wait. What happens if like you're in like some Italian fucking place and you're in deep now with the mafia? You don't realize it. But you can feel like if, if, if you don't say the right thing, you're about to get fucking shot, right? Like you're in like some fucking Italian restaurant. The doors get locked behind you as you're walking in there. What's the name that you're going to say to maybe save yourself to be like, hey, I know. Because in my mind, you should be like, I know Spitoli. I'm going to be like, like Ralph Maggio. And they'll be like, holy shit. You I know, know fucking Ralphie. You, you know, know fucking you know Ralphie? Fucking Ralph? Yeah, he's oh, well-respected bro, he in his family. Yeah, he's well, he we, is very, well he's very well-respected. Yeah. His two-year-old never talks back to <laughs> nah, him. They'll lock the door behind <laughs> you and let you out. Give you a little bit of spaghetti as you go. Yeah. Oh, you racist bitch. <laughs> it's not racist. They make good fucking spaghetti. <laughs> Uh, no, this, this, so the sad thing about gang life, and it's got to be so terrifying, is once you get in, the idea that they will beat that ass if you try to get out yeah, yeah. must suck. No, it's fucking terrible. Like, it's got to be pressure. so scary Like to get to be like, I want to be a good man. I'm yeah. tired of this. I want to be a good man and have them be like, you get out, we'll fuck you up. Well, it's like not even like that. Like, you seen like, have you ever watched Narcos on Netflix? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I watched season one and two. I didn't watch after Pablo bit the dust. Okay, season three is really good, is and it? season four is supposed to be really good too. It takes place in Mexico now, so it's about the drug cartels. So I'm about to Colombia. Get, get going. The way into he that. speaks Spanish made me Colombia. want to speak Spanish so bad. Yeah, Colombia, so, so fucking good. But I will say, like, Nunca. what what I was like seeing about it is, or any movie where you see that takes place within a cartel or something, it's when they're like nice to you. I'm like, yeah, it's cool if you want to get out. Like, if they tell you that, like, I, I want to leave, you know, I'm just thinking maybe you know, I just want to focus on my family and stuff, and they're like. No worries, man. Like, that's got to fucking mess with you. Like, that was a little too nice. Like, are they going to fucking kill me? Like, am I going to make it out of this building alive? Are they going to fucking whack me two weeks from now? Like, you're always in the back of your mind, like, wondering. Like, shit, like, that pissed them off. Like, 10 million social programs out there, though, to get people out of gangs. It's just, you have to be... All right, here's our here, here's our PSA from, from Katie. Come here, Katie. Say that PSA. For any of you listeners to us that are involved in gang activity and are thinking of maybe getting out. Time to find a new chapter in life. And maybe change that's your gotta set. Be, that's got to be the slogan. Find a new chapter. Change your setting. There's a million and a half social programs like designed to help people get out of gang life, but you just have to like know where to find them and know where to go. Yeah, you just got f- way to really help them. You didn't like give them one yeah. error, like one it's, link to look at. It's out there. You just gotta know. You just how gotta to find, find it. Just Google it. You can get a million just dollars. Find it. You just gotta know what, how to find it. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> like literally some some kids like listening. He's like, yeah, I've been wanting to get out. And then Katie's like, you just gotta know how to find it. He goes, what the fuck? <laughs> I used to, I used to go, ar- I used to go around. Uh, so this isn't, this isn't necessarily mafia, but I used to, we, me and some buddies of mine used to go around, and we used to pretend. I've told you this at work. We used to pretend that we were from different places. So I was from London, um, and my two friends were from Australia. I can't do an Australian accent for shit, uh, but we were. That's where we were from, and we would spend because you know we have no lives. We would go downtown, and we would just convince people that we were. From these places and we would just take on this persona for the whole evening and from the beginning like i would tell people i was from lipton london it's in the back of england uh not a not not a place i just lipton was a tea um and that was like the first night just so yeah, where not, are you from not, not lipton, only that, london in the back of england not not only and, that but you said london 
which is a city. Oh, no. Did I say? Oh, like, I would yeah, say that. Lipton, London. And it's like, people, so is this people, like a borough in like London? People bought like, that shit. Like, hey, I, I would literally say Lipton, London in the back. Like, he's like Lipton, London, England or as something. As soon as you say in the, in the back hills of England, but don't say the H. Uh, as is soon that, as you is say that, that. Is that like how Compton is in Los yeah. Angeles, but it's also Compton? Is yeah, that it's like in the back hills of England. Um, it, and people would buy that shit. But there was uh, one time we were all out and we met this guy who was from New York, like hardcore from New York. And we're just like, hey, I fucking love you guys, bro. You're fucking great. And he's like, just, just, he, loud guy. And he's just <laughs> buying us all these shots. And at one point, he's sitting there and he's like, hey, I fucking love you guys, man. But if you're fucking lying to me, if you're not from this place, I'll fucking kill you. And I don't know if he was serious, <laughs> but he looked serious. He was like, I fucking love you guys, bro. But if you, if you fucking, if I find you, you fucking were you, lying to were me. You, were you saying that you were from Lipton, London? Or no. So after this, so after this, we started actually making. So I was from a place. Uh, my friend had a family. Uh, is this an animal or a, a human? Is this you? That's not me. Oh, it's Mookie? Mookie. Okay. I was very, I was very confused for a second. Yeah, hanging out my feet. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Wait, no, so, that is me. <laughs> so the backstory was uh, there's this little place called, uh, it's spelled Gloucester, um, but it's called uh, Gloucester. Yeah right. Yeah, and so Glaucoma. I would, and, and no one, no one's ever really been there. Um, and so I would be like, oh yeah, from Gloucester, England. It's two uh, hours southwest via train uh, from London. Uh, and my backstory was, uh, yeah, I moved here a long time ago, and so my accent sort of went away a little bit. It's not quite there, but it's you can still sort of hear it in in certain moments. And that w- would allow me to get away with times where I wasn't doing very good with the accent. Because sometimes I'd be doing better. Sometimes I would be doing good. But I'd be like. When I'm drinking, the accent just slips. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, but we were having this guy was like, if you, f- if you guys are fucking lying to me, if you're fucking lying, I'll kill you. And all, we, and all of us, like, we went to each other. My, my bud came to me and he was like, he was drunk as fuck. He was like, dude, I'm fucking slipping. I'm scared. <laughs> and, <laughs> he, pressure and his thing for, he was an Australian and his big thing, his mantra to get back in it. They would always go, didgeridoos, wallabies, Hugh Jackman. That was that was the thing they would say to get back in our Australian accent. Didgeridoos, Wallabies, Hugh Jackman, and that's how they always got back into it. It was fucking great. It was a, it was a good time. That's amazing. And it was one time I was. Do you uh, think? Do you think like secretly he like had an idea that you guys are like faking it? Do you think I that's think why he, he brought it? Because a lot of people who, had questions. Because who brings that up like in the middle of like the conversation? If you're not actually from here. Like, I wonder if, like, he just secretly was like, I'm going to fuck with these guys. I think he bit. was like, because a lot of people, they would be like, I think you're lying. But the fact that we kept it up for hours mm. would make people think, like, maybe they're, maybe they're not lying. Like, like because I would be like, I would literally, I'd, you know, meet someone. Someone was like, wait, is that accent real? This literally happened. I went by someone who was like, sorry, love. And she was like, wait, is that real? And I was like. Do people really go around pretending to be from other places? Is that a thing that people do? <laughs> you really think I'm going to just pretend? I don't even know you. And she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I cannot believe that's real. Oh, my God. And it's like, it, 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 it was fucking that easy. But there was one time I was at a, I was at a cross light. And <laughs> I, I bump into a, another black guy. And I'm like, oh, sorry, mate. That sounded kind of Australian, but I was like, sorry, mate. And he turns around. I fucking kid you now. He goes, where are you from? He was English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. actually English. And you're like, damn it! What I didn't know the they made England. Like I didn't know they made black English guy black from people. England down there. <laughs> and luckily, the light turned green, and his buddy called him at the same time. I, I bolted. I left. I was like, I can't. I can't be found out. Uh, I'm on a mission. <laughs> I can't be found out. I can't have you telling everybody that I'm a fake. <laughs> you should have found out his identity. Should have like found out like where he's from and his name. And then just used it as him. 
Then people have been like, where are you from? And you just use his spot and his name. And you're like, and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, there was, yeah, there was a black guy with an English accent. Yeah, he's oh, yeah, from oh, here. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's, that's me. Yeah. Dylan Desmond. <laughs> you know, because Americans are fucking racist. They don't, they don't fucking know. They're like an English black guy. There's only like a handful of those guys. Gotta oh, yeah. be the same person. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fun times, though. Fun times. Fun times. How long ago was that now? That had to be like probably four. This is all around the same time period. I think four. So somewhere like four years ago, probably four or five years ago. Four years ago, four five years. That's amazing, man. It was. It was. It I was don't know if I'd time. have the balls to do that all day. It's easy once you like. All you have to do is just feign stupidity. Like we were at a place called One Up. They have one here um, as well. But we were at a place called One Up, and there was this big life-size Jenga that everyone was playing. Mm-hmm. And I went up to these ladies, and I'm like, uh, "Excuse me, I know this might sound incredibly stupid, but I've seen a normal-sized version of this game." Is is this different or is it just <laughs> much, much bigger? And they were like, oh, this is the big one. And they were telling where they're from and they were like, oh, we're from, I don't know where they said, I think they said Maine or somewhere like that. And I'm like, sorry, I'm not very familiar with the map yet. Can you tell me where that is in correlation with Canada? How far is it south? How, like, I, and I would just, you know, just say stupid shit. And literally, and so one, one thing I would also do that would always prove them, prove to them, uh, quote unquote, that I was from England is I would say, the thing is, when people hear that I'm from England, they always assume that I'm going to talk like this. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take all the Dalmatians. And I'll say, no, it's, not, it's very, it's much more subtle. It has to be, it's normal. I'm not a fucking idiot. And, and, and that, again, allowed me to do a less, like I could get away with doing a worse accent. Right, right. Because I would be showing them how our actual accent in, in London yeah. isn't quite so If you dramatic. don't believe me, you're a fucking racist asshole. Ex- exactly. It'd be, it'd be really, and then I would go, I can do a really good uh, in, uh, American accent. Uh, here it is. How's it sound? And they would go, oh, my fucking God. I, that was great, but I could still kind of hear your accent underneath. <laughs> the amount of times people would say that, and I'm like, sorry, I'm still working on it. It's a little bit harder for me to do sometimes, especially when I'm drinking. <laughs> Maybe you just naturally already have one. Maybe now that's all I'm going to hear is you naturally have a little bit of an English accent and you're American. just a little bit of something, and then I can't quite get it out. Oh, that's great. I had a college professor who was real cool. But he worked for a while. He was our voice and speech professor. He worked for a while with the FBI because he was, like, such a strong dialect coach. And if he listened to you talk, he could narrow down to, like, the neighborhood you grew up in. Yeah, that's crazy. So for people who didn't hear that, Katie said she had a dialect coach who worked with the FBI every now and then because he was such a strong dialect coach that he could, by hearing you talk, know kind of what neighborhood you were in. Of certain areas you grew up in. Yeah, like where you learned to talk. He couldn't find that with me, though, because I don't have much of a Maine accent. But for some reason, he'd know. He knew, he knew I was from Portland, Maine, and I talk like Hobbit. No fucking way. Yeah. There are Bold people called... Uh, that's, so, a ma- that's just a magician. You ever, you ever watch Lie to Me? No. Um, so I watched Lie to Me. It was, like, uh, it was like the Sherlock Holmes of lie detection. Okay. Um, so yeah, by it had, reading um, micro expression, it had the guy who played. He was, uh, in, he was in Pulp Incredible Fiction. Hulk and Pulp he was Fiction, in, yeah. in Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I can't remember British guy. Um, he plays he plays Cal Whiteman in that, and it's like the Sherlock Holmes, where it's this character who's really really good at what he does, and he can tell if you're lying based on the micro expressions, all that stuff, and he solves cases. So it's a very Sherlock Holmesy kind of thing. But I really loved it, and unfortunately got canceled. I think on the third season, yeah, or after the third season. Um, but I really really liked it, and. Uh, why the fuck was I saying this? I have no what idea. Did you, oh wait. Oh no no. Okay. So, 
Uh, there are people in the lie detection community who are called wizards, and it's a very small percentage of the population, but they're called wizards because they're people who have this natural instinct that is like better than a lie detector where they just know if you're lying. They not It's not magic, obviously, but there's just a natural intuition that is in them, almost on an autistic spectrum, where they can just, they, no matter what, better than any lie detector test, they can just tell if you're lying. Wow. Um, and they're called wizards. I don't know why the fuck yo, they're called wizards. But yo, wizard, yo, a wizard, Harry. Yo, wizard, Harry. It would be terrible. I to, want if I want like if you pass like if there's a test to like determine if you're a wizard, I want a big ass bearded man to fucking tell me. Yo, you're wizard, a wizard, Harry. Yo, wizard, Tyler. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> that like honestly, that'll be all the justification I need. I'm like, I am a fucking wizard. I, thank you. <laughs> and God, him Leviosa. <laughs> Leviosa. Not Leviosa. Leviosa. No, Leviosa. <laughs> what a bitch she was. What a fucking... Hermione was one of those girls who were just like, shut up. She's one of those people. Just yeah, like, she's one of the people one where of like the teacher forgot to ask for the homework that we were supposed to do. And she's like, wait a minute. You forgot to ask. No. I did mine. She's the type that's like over vacations. Like, what are you talking about? There's no homework. How am I supposed to learn? <laughs> hey, let's give everyone homework. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. need to grow up and be smarter than we are. I want I want to rewatch all those movies and just see how like they balanced out her character because she she felt a lot different and I mean I guess that's that's granted that's how kids are man that's how kids are you know when you're like a fucking 10, 11 year old kid you're always gonna act like you're fucking smarter than everyone when you well I think are. They, in the beginning they made it to where she was like uh, she wanted everyone to know how smart she was yeah right right and then right. towards the end it was like she was yeah, I'm taking all these classes but no one knows I'm taking all these classes like she was she just it, it was a true and honest it was actually like, a very yeah it's a very honest telling of there's a lot of people that are like really smart and like I don't want to be smart anymore because it feels almost like cast off from everyone else oh yeah and so I think that's that's an interesting little honest take I never really thought of about her fucking bitch I loved Hermione I had such a crush on her when that first movie came out did you that frizzy hair. I go back now. She looks like a goddamn troll. But uh, <laughs> but that frizzy hair. Oh, boy. When I was a little boy, I was like, hey, now. Hey, now. Is this coming back to our pedophilia talk? Yeah, now <laughs> when I watch Harry Potter, I'm like, whoa, this is weird. <laughs> Same thing about Lizzie McGuire. I used That's to be like, whoa, wait a minute, Hillary Duff. I see. You know what? Sad. Oh, my God. Hillary Duff's, uh, so, Lizzie McGuire. Hillary Duff is still, still attractive. Oh, she's a total fuck. babe now. She's still attractive um, as fuck. No, she doesn't. Go go back to the show and you'll find some pedophilia in your heart if you're trying to say she looks the same. Yeah, she's she was a no, kid in the a, show. She's a fucking she's a fucking beauty now. She is an adult beauty. Uh, a fully an adult matured consenting booty, matured booty. 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 <laughs> like what's, fully all, what's on your mind, buddy? What are you <laughs> just thinking about Hillary's the, stuff? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, she looks like a younger version of herself. Like, wow, that's that's generally that's how what that works. childhood that's, is. That's how that works. Good hey, job. That guy's a pedophile. No, he just likes younger versions, <laughs> versions of adults. Of, yeah, adults. <laughs> he just sees thing. what he just respects yeah. what someone looks like as an adult, yeah. but appreciates them. You see the prospect of that. someone, of what someone could be. <laughs> he just sees, he sees them for where they are. <laughs> like people don't go from like. Like teenage to someone who looks entirely different yeah, from where a thirteen they year old's just a premature adult. <laughs> she looks just like a younger version of herself. It's like wow. Katie would make typi- an excellent lawyer. That's typically that. <laughs> my client 
actually did not commit these crimes when he was 13 years old. It is a younger version of himself. That would, no, that logic wouldn't work. But. Oh, no, it wouldn't work. No. Oh, wow. Amazing. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think this would be in Freddie you're getting at. I was so sure that that, that would be I okay. I was sure that that was going to be Gorman. Wait a minute, Your Honor, Your Honor. He just, he hasn't lived in the future yet. Give him, <laughs> give him some time to not be so young. <laughs> that woman is 13, but in, but in five years, she's 18. But like five years, mm-hmm. she's going to be an adult, dude. She's just, she's just five years premature of 18. That's it. Here, this is a real good, this is actually pretty good, Freddie. Like, like, see, that, that, there's a difference. There's a big difference. There's a big One's difference. an adult. That's a, that's a huge difference. There's a big legality difference. Exactly. Uh, this is this is a this is a creepy conversation. Um, no, but so what was that? Uh, what was Britney Spears' younger Jamie 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 Lynn Spears? What was her Zoe One Hundred and One? Was that yeah, it? Yeah, Zoe One Hundred and One. So like I used to watch Zoe One Fifteen. Yeah, I used to watch Zoe One Hundred and One, and I was literally with my cousins. Uh, so at the time when computers kind of first, not when they first first came out, but when they first kind of started being introduced to households there was a moment where having a computer was a luxury it wasn't something that you found in every person's house right and so our house didn't have a computer so i would have to go to my uh my auntie's house um who was a little more well off financially and had a computer so it was like a big deal for me i'd go there for the weekend and i would play on the computer um and so i would play on the computer and uh, me and my cousins looked up what we thought what we were like we want so, uh, Jamie Lynn Spears we want her number we looked up her number we would call these numbers trying to talk to I was in <laughs> love dude and I thought that I would be able to talk to her and that she would totally fall in love with me like I, that was my that why was not? my plan why I was not? like she would Hillary Duff same way when I found out Hillary Duff it was like filmed in Los Angeles or whatever I was like oh she lives in California I, like I think I was a stalker as a kid Probably. I, might have, I might have been a stalker. I think I'm really learning a lot about you here. I buddy. had a dream when I was a kid that, like, next to the sandbox in my daycare, that I got married to both Mary Kate and Ashley. Both of them. Yeah, and at the same time. Because <laughs> that yeah, they were they were they were you had to have them together. You had they, to have them together. They were one entity. You can't just marry one of them. You had to marry both of them. What's that? What's that sitcom that was talking about? Oh shit. I think I might have been a player as a kid. You were a fucking player as fuck. At one point, I had Tom Cruise's address memorized, so that's okay. You're yeah. weird, dude. Well, I mean, it's one of his houses. <laughs> I don't remember the other ones. I have the other ones written down. I, I did go. I did go outside of the gate. Of did you like, really? Yeah, when I visited Los Angeles, and I was like, I'm gonna fucking see him. The gate's too fucking big to fucking see that dude. He, I think he sold that house by now. I think. Yeah, I think I looked that up. He sold it. Tyler, you're creepy. Yeah, I was gonna like ring the bell, but then there was fucking like cameras, and I was like, no, no, I'm not gonna be. Because that would work. <laughs> He's the one guy who duped the system. Uh, Mr. Cruz, uh, there's somebody here to see you. Do I know him? No, but he, but he looks like an bell. ambitious young man he who wants to be a great bell. actor one day. <laughs> he rang the doorbell. <laughs> we've never been, we've never been. That doorbell has been rung. No one's ever rang the doorbell. This man must know what he's doing. The last person. Little man, door- let me have a talk with him. <laughs> the last person to ring that doorbell was my wife, Nicole Kidman. How did you know the doorbell would get you in? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Ah uh, shit! He might have Scientology guard in his house one day. Not even people, just the religion of Scientology, which is a it's a creature. It, he has Scientology itself. Just garden, just ready to go. L. Ron Hubbard's ghost haunts the premises. Ring that doorbell and Scientology will bite that ass. (laughs) Uh. Just 
L. Ron Hubbard's gonna be like, Ooh, get off of Tom's property. I'm assuming that's the guy who made Scientology. Yeah, L. Ron Hubbard made Scientology. He's dead now. I really, I'm like, I really want to go to the Scientology church, but I'm scared that the aliens will follow me. It's I don't, fun. I don't, I, I don't actually want to go to it, but I want to know because I hear just so many weird things, and it seems like the only way to get a confirmed like to know is to go into it. But I really, I've heard some creepy ass stories that once you're in, you're. I, I know about them because I've watched a lot of things about them, and they're they're fucked up. But anyway, they um, Tyler did a show at the Celebrity. Mm-hmm. And when I was there, 14 different people were like, can I talk to you about Scientology? And I was like, no, motherfucker. I don't want you to talk to me about Scientology. They're like, we have a TV channel now. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not. No, that, that was a weird thing for me. Have you seen the ads? They still play them at Yard House. Depends on what station's on at Yard House. But have you seen the ads for the Scientology Network? No. I was at, like, the gym, and I fucking saw them the first time, and I was like, that's fucking creepy. Actually, yeah, let me uh, fucking play this shit. it's fucking it's just it's just knowing what you know about scientology it's just weird that they would have a whole channel dedicated to it or people still join like, yeah right all right yeah i hear go. people talk about like if you try to get out it's like a like it's like a gang they don't like people will follow you they make it impossible a friend that lived in Clearwater, here you Florida. go i'm showing them the beautiful yeah. scientology yeah. channel commercial then what you've heard scientology it's what you haven't. It's what you haven't. Inside, Inside Scientology. Scientology. Looks See, like a fun time. Yo, this looks like a sci-fi movie. <laughs> L. Ron Hubbard. Explorer, author. Yeah, because he was a fiction writer. Humanitarian. Meet a Scientologist. That sounds like what they I showed one to. black person. That was mandatory. <laughs> there hasn't been a single other black person, but they showed the one. <laughs> like seeing this at the gym, I was like, "Why am I wa- curious? curious?" Question mark. Scientology Network yeah. premieres Monday, March twelfth. Some lady was like, "Can I have your phone? I'll download the app for you." And I was like, "No." You're like, "No, dude." I'm like, "She said, can I phone. have the phone?" You can Welcome to Scientology. Well, we had a friend that lived in Clearwater, Florida, which is like LA's one hub, and like Clearwater, Florida is the other one. They have like some big church thing there. And he was shit talking them. He worked at Starbucks, and he was shit talking Scientology. And there was some sort of Scientologist in the in the cafe. cafe. Yeah, there was some Scientologists in the and cafes. He was shit talking them. And he left again. And then when he came home, like his house was broken into, and like all of his yeah. stuff. All of it, yeah, his house was broken into. Like all this stuff was gone. It's like a message of having to get out of like Florida and stuff. So it happened like a co- it happened like a couple of times to him. So after like a couple of times, he's like, I'm I'm just gonna fucking get out of here. I want some Scientologists to break into my house. I'm gonna bust <laughs> their kneecaps, and I'm gonna say Tom Cruise led you to the wrong <laughs> unless it's tom cruise is breaking into my if house tom cruise breaks like, my house, oh dude all right can i talk about scientology yeah, hell yeah can. can i get a picture let me get a snapchat talk oh. to me about that scientology <laughs> like he would he would be he would be the best i know a scientologist he would be the best wait hold on no 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 you can't just skip wait a minute i'm talking about tom cruise I'm, but she said katie said i know a scientologist no i don't who no That's yeah no. Yeah. So you can no. ask him about it if you want. <gasps> <laughs> oh, I can't even. He's good. Yeah. 
I know. I no. push myself too because I should talk them on a regular basis. <gasps> I can't say anything. Yeah. The reason why I enjoy it is because he doesn't like try to like actively recruit. He doesn't even really talk about it at all. So you is that why know. his eyes have no life in them? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Stephen, if you ever hear this, your your eyes are beautiful. <laughs> this is a joke. It was a, it was a moment for a joke. That's all. But that's like legitimate. Where it's like you know like really yeah. And like you would never know because he barely like never he never really talks about it or anything like that. What it is Scientology? So from what there, that's what it. Oh, now I'm curious. Fuck, they got me. They got me. Shit, I'm locked in. <laughs> Next time I see you, you're gonna be wearing all Scientology garb. Documentaries and Leah Remini has a series. Don't watch any of their people. It's not well, no, people have like. People here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. People have like what's going wrong with the church, which I get. Right. I want to know what's abs- going right. But here's the thing about it is a lot of people like if Joe Rogan had the found the. The head of Scientology now, David Miscavige, his father, he had his father on the Joe Rogan podcast. His father was, yes, but I don't know what you're getting at by saying that he left because that's not what I'm getting at. What I'm saying is he joined the the Church of Scientology in like the 60s, 70s or so, um, and David Miscavige, and he was part of what was the Sea Org, which was like their, basically their version of like the most committed people. Like you sign like... Yeah, it's like the craziest of the crazy. You you are the most you say you sacrifice your whole life to Scientology. So he was really into it, and when he said got him into it, and it's also where I think Stephen is involved in it as well. Is at the introductory levels, they're very much a self help group, and a lot of the things that they do help you activate, like how help you focus better on your projects, help you understand more about your mind, your body. They help. It is you. church. And it is a church. Is it a religious thing? Is there it's a, a god? It's a, it's in a full there? religion. It's a whole thing that I'm not going to quite get into. But the thing that, because I don't understand a lot, of, but it's a lot of alien stuff and what have you. It's an alien. But what I will say is about the Scientology thing is what home. gets people involved is primarily there's a lot of self help aspects to it that actually work. And so when and as he put it, so, no, like because you have all these little quips that aren't true. Like, cause what they say is they, they, <laughs> no, but stop, stop. Like what they're saying is there's a lot of things that actually work. And so when they start telling you things that generally would raise a red flag or are suspicious, you either brush them aside or you go, well, you know, the other things they said were true and the other things they said had worked and the other things they said helped me in my life. Maybe this will too. And so they begin to. So it's all these things where it's like a slow transition into what uh, people outside would think, wow, that's fucking crazy. But before you know it, you're already in and you're already committed. And the little things that you kind of brushed aside now become big things. And so it's, it's one of these things where they begin to gain your trust, do all these things and tell you the truth stuff. And then it starts getting a little crazy. And they take a shit ton of your money, by the way, because you have to pay to access the levels. Really? Yeah. It's it's like, so you get like your introductory levels, you get all these things, and you just keep paying more and more. There's a lot of Scientologists who are dead broke. There are a lot of Scientologists who uh, mortgage their houses just so they can get to the next level of the religion. Like, it becomes pretty intense. So, um, Religion is a cash cow. It is, well, L. Ron, Hubbard, L. Ron Hubbard had a quote directly saying, the quickest way to make a million is to start your own religion. Quickest way to make a million dollars is to start your own religion. What? We're here now, the Church of Mookie. Mookie Pookie Artichuki will all rise. Who's chewing on something? Can you get him to stop chewing on that? 
All right. Well, I think we're. Uh, I think we should probably wrap this up. Yeah, we'll wrap think, that uh, fucker up. We had another good podcast where we talked about nothing and something at the same time. Way to go! Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody, for coming. The dog is snoring and looking me in the eyes. <laughs> he is not of God. <laughs> Mookie's I a Scientologist. Yeah, he's definitely a Scientologist. <laughs> how can you? How he's been you? sent to infiltrate. See, Katie, Katie, you might you might shit talk Scientology, but if Mookie started telling you little things here and there about Scientology, you would probably be turned. No, we'd go to a psychiatrist. No, you it could, feels you disrespectful. If you if you can snore and look someone in the eyes at the same time. You are disrespectful. If I did them. that to my managers, they're like reaming me out at the yard house, and I just start snoring with my eyes open. <laughs> they'd be like, get the, the fuck out of the, here. The key is you can't blink. You got to have that dead Mookie look. Just de- oh, don't you fucking. He's still doing it. Fucking and just staring at me. That was a growl. Me. That was not a snore. It was a snore. No, what what Freddie just did was. I don't I don't know how to how to. Oh oh. <laughs> But he's so cute. Isn't he the oh, cutest? He's so dude? cute. He's so photogenic. He is. Oh, but don't you dare snore and look me in the eyes. It is disrespectful. So cute. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. The you, major you guys audience have a good, we have. I was about to say good night. This, it might not be night for them. For them. <laughs> because people don't listen yet. <laughs> All right. See you guys.